You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. While you were skipping stones, building forts, and flying kites, I was missing school and on my Saturday nights. Other kids were climbing trees and rolling down hills. I was singing songs to pay my family's bills. Little me, growing up right away. Little me. Oh my God, we're back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Little Me Growing Up Broadway with me, Mark Tuminelli. We have taken a very long hiatus. I was pretty busy working on Broadway workshop programs for spring and summer. And now that it's fall, I can devote a little time to creating some more Little Me episodes for all of you. Uh, Thank you for your messages and making me feel like you wanted me to come back. So we got some new episodes coming towards you and you're going to love them. Watch out. (laughs) Here we come. Um, This week in my first episode back, I got to sit down with the incredible, remarkable, kind, talented, beautiful Elizabeth Teeter. Elizabeth is currently starring on Broadway as Lydia in Beetlejuice. She is no stranger to Broadway, having grown up doing Mary Poppins and The Audience and The Crucible. She has absolutely grown up on stage and has the greatest head on her shoulders. She is so smart and so interesting. And I think we're going to see huge things from her. So I'm so glad that we have this episode for all of you. One little side note is that um, Elizabeth and I did not know at the time of recording that Beetlejuice would be concluding its Broadway run uh, the first week of January of 2023. So we didn't talk about that. We talked about lots of other things and I think you're really going to love it. So without any further ado, oh, you guys got to see Beetlejuice. If you have not seen Beetlejuice on Broadway, it is a scream. Elizabeth's incredible, but that whole cast is unbelievable. It is so funny. It is so smart. And I took my family this summer, my niece and my sister, and we were just holding each other laughing because it truly is so wildly funny and very un-Broadway in so many ways that you can kind of take anybody. Um, so if you don't mind a couple of F-bombs, you will love Beetlejuice. So go see that on Broadway. And uh, buckle up, everybody, because this is my interview with Broadway superstar Elizabeth Teeter. Here we go. My guest today made her Broadway debut at the age of 10 in The Closing Company of Mary Poppins, then went on to play young Elizabeth in The Audience on Broadway and Betty Paris in the 2016 Broadway revival of The Crucible. She received rave reviews for her beautiful performance as Lily in The Secret Lives of Bees, and she's currently stopping the show eight times a week at the Marquee Theater playing Lydia in Beetlejuice on Broadway. Please welcome the incredible Elizabeth Teeter. Hi. Ooh, hi. Woo, you've done so many things. And you're you're like so young and so fantastic. And I had the opportunity to chat with you this summer at Broadway Workshop. And I was like very, very obsessed. And I Aww. couldn't wait to have you on Little Me. So thank you for doing this today. Thanks for having me. I can't wait to talk to you again. I mean, 
eight times a week is a lot to star in a show on Broadway <laughs> and do anything. So I appreciate it. Thank um, you. You have legitimately grown up on Broadway. And so I'm excited to jump into your story. We're going to go a little bit backwards um, because I want to talk Beetlejuice first. So I saw you this summer and truly was like knocked out by your incredible performance, your stunning vocals, and like how much heart you're bringing to the show. But I want to go back to telling the full story here of uh, how Beetlejuice first came into your life and then sort of how it got um, sidelined a little bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've had such a, like a long connection with Beetlejuice just because, wow, why did I say it? Like Beetlejuice? That sounded Beetlejuice? like Australian. Beetlejuice. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, I remember auditioning for it when I was like 14 for like one of the very, very first workshops I don't even think had been like done yet and so it was like an old iteration of dead mom like some of the old scenes and it was very much you know like when you're young and you go in and you audition and you like forget about it and whatever and it just wasn't coming my way at the time but um and then I you know it took New York by storm and I I saw the last preview and and then I was asked to come back in and audition pretty quickly um in February of 2020. Of 20, of yeah, February so just, of 2020, right before pandemic time. It was literally so people the end were of, coughing and and not wearing yes. masks yet, but everyone was hearing about this thing coming. But yeah, so you auditioned and you got it. Yes. Yeah, it was really it was pretty quick. Like I went in an audition and it was a really great experience with the creative team and I got it. And it was basically one of those things where I got the call that was like you start rehearsals in three days, you go on in a few weeks. Um, and I was I was in my uh, like third day, second day of rehearsal when, <clears throat> excuse me, when everything shut down. It was you know the pandemic times. I was wow. I was in the studio when when we got the call. The Broadway was shutting down, and I laugh about it now with my cast members just because I remember I went to meet everyone at the theater. Like we went and got introduced, and Adam Danheiser, who plays Charles Dietz, my dad in the show, met me on the stairs and was like, "Well, hope we have a show for you, kid," as like a joke. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? I didn't, I, I had barely even heard, you know, I heard yeah. COVID, Corona, whatever for like a second, but I never would have thought that everything would have shut down. And then, you know, <laughs> I went home, I called stage management and said, can I go home? This seems serious. And they said, yes. <laughs> and I went home and I stayed home for a year and I like, so you're from St. Louis. College. So you went yes. back home, home. I went home to St. Louis I, I had graduated. I had just graduated high school um, that winter. I graduated early um, and I like came to New York for a gap semester just because I was traveling back and forth so much like after Secret Life of Bees. And I said, oh, like I finished school. I've done my credits. Um, I'd rather just be here. I, I've, you know, worked and saved some money and I want to come to New York for a couple months and just take class and audition and whatever before going to college in the fall. And then I, I got Beetlejuice and then everything shut down and I went home and, you know, pandemic locked, locked in my house. And I, I actually went to school online for a year. Wow. very funny. And then you got and to then, do at the Muni summer that you got to do uh, Sound of Music. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like so while you're actually, waiting for Broadway. Got, <laughs> yeah. And it was fun. Like I, I had, I, I'm really grateful for that time in terms of like, I got to spend with my family and my, I became really close to my sisters. I mean, we've all been close, but um closer. And I, I like wrote music and, and kind of just took the time to do creative things that I hadn't done before. And then, yeah, I got to do sound of music at the Muni, um, which was 
really fun. And also the glass menagerie at the Muni at, or not the Muni, sorry. In Could you imagine, hold on. Could you imagine glass, glass menagerie at the Muni? <laughs> like because- a four person play on this like football field <laughs> stage. Like you can't, I always say like the funny thing about the Muni, you can't see any expression past like the fifth row. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, um, at the Tennessee Williams festival, <laughs> Amazing. Um, which was very fun and like magical. And, and I was really happy to be able to do anything that summer. Um, so yeah, that was great. And then it was like, you know, rumors, like we didn't really know it was rumors that the show was coming back. Uh, even like previous cast members didn't really know. And then it was announced and I didn't really know if I was coming out. It'd been like almost been two so years. long. Yeah. Since yeah. You had I was, I, it'd been so long and I was barely there that they kind of like, it was like kind of a re-audition process where it was like, come in for a workshop. Oh, you know what I mean? Like come sing for us again. And and like read with us again. <clears throat> was that hard for you to like wrap your brain around? Like you gave me this part. Yeah. Um, and I now mean, I have it, to it, kind of get it again. It definitely, it definitely was. It was one of those things where you're like, this is just kind of the way the industry is. Like, it's not, it's not always uh, easy and like simple. And I think I, I think I, I think I approached it with a good mindset of like, not to sound like Delia for anyone that like <laughs> watches the show, but like everything happens for a reason. And that like, I was like, well, if this, you know, the, the pandemic stopped me from doing the show, if, if they want, you know, if, if it doesn't happen, it's not meant to happen. And and there are other things down the line. And, and I understand like, it's been a while. And also like in terms of the shift in the world, recasting, like what's going on and yeah. like who was coming back and who wasn't. Um, and so it really felt like, you know, I got offered it twice and was like, all right, <laughs> um, you know, I'm here. And I definitely still get the, I feel like imposter syndrome that people have sometimes of like, oh my gosh, like, am I meant to be here? Like, this is crazy. Oh my God. You're definitely um, meant to be here, but it actually <laughs> kind of worked out in your favor because you got to have a real rehearsal process yes. that you would not have had the first it time was, around. It was honestly perfect. Like, I also am one of those people that like, I love rehearsals. Like I <laughs> love being She's an actress everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I some people hate it I love it like I always get a little sad when they're over just because I think it's so fun like being able to be in a room with a bunch of creative people and and not have it be have to be a product for anyone yet but just mm-hmm. like discovering and doing table work and, and the, the like the amazing thing was like so many people were coming back we had a lot of new people too but a lot of the principals are coming back and and uh, Alex Timmers our director really like it felt like we were putting a new show together, even though they had already done it. We all sat down and did table work again. And and everyone was talking about their characters. Like it was the first time, even though I know like Alex and Leslie and all these people have been (laughs) with it for years, but, um, but they even said they were like, two years is a long time. And they're like, someone, so much has happened and coming back to something that feels new and, um, and different is, it was really cool. And so for me, I was like, this worked out because I also got to be in the rehearsal room and really make it my own and, and bond with the other cast members because, you know, it's, it's like usually just a put in. Yeah. And then you're like, I I met, I remember meeting Alex and he was like, we're so excited, like see you at the put in and then you're on stage. And, and especially in this role, that's like pretty big. It's like, (laughs) it'd be a lot (laughs) to be thrown in and be like, nice to meet you. Like, (laughs) let's do the show. It it was still been fun. And, and also just, in terms of life, like it, it, I think it just worked out timing wise for me. That was just such a, I'm just in a better. And I'm sure your Lydia now is so much stronger than your Lydia then would have been because you have so much more life experience. Yes. Like just like being a couple of years older and, and, you know, having more experience and going through the pandemic. And it's like, I feel like we all like know, probably know more about ourselves and, and like just 
like gratitude wise, like being like, oh, wow, like getting to do anything is, is amazing, but getting to do this and having, you know, waited and didn't know if you're working or not yeah. or this or that. Um, so it all worked out. And here it all are. worked out. <laughs> Tell me about that first night on, I mean, you get to reopen the show. Um, mm-hmm. It's Beetlejuice's first show back on Broadway from closing pre pandemic in a new theater. Um, and the fans of this show are insane. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in the best way possible. They in the love best this way. Tell me yeah. about what that first night was like for you. I, I always say like, I knew the fan base was amazing and huge and crazy, but like, I, I, everyone kept telling me, they're like, I don't think you actually like fully understand how much people love the show. I obviously I'd seen things on social media and this and that, but you know, you try to like stay as like distant to, to an extent. And, um, it was like the first downbeat happened and it was just like screams. Like it felt like we were at a concert. Like it felt like we were, <laughs> I forgot what, what some article was like. It felt like the Rolling Stones were like coming on. <laughs> I was like, oh, everyone's screaming. And, and it was crazy because like everyone just loved the show. And so they were, they were, they knew all the songs. Not that anyone was like singing along, but like this, a song would start and you would feel that probably you would feel that energy. Like I was like, people were like clapping before dead mom started. People were laughing at lines that were like, they knew the punchline was coming and everyone was getting entrance applause. It was just like very, it was, it was nerve wracking, but in a, in a good way, because I feel like they, everyone just loved the show so much that they were willing to like support you and get. And also back. everybody's doing it together. You know, it's everyone's yes. having their first time on Broadway in two years. Like, yes, everyone's having. Exactly. Their, so their, everyone was nervous. Like I talked with Leslie Kritzer about this. She was like, I'm nervous too. Like, she's like, it's been a while. <laughs> um, I guess I had the, the, like, it was a little different in that. I was like, I've never done the show before. So yeah. I was like, who's this new girl? <laughs> I was like, that's a little scary. But how um, did you feel with that curtain call? I just rewatched the video of, oh, of the curtain call and crying, Alex like, gives this beautiful speech about how amazing you are and that oh, you you have you give a performance that could light up New York and you oh, have. And it's really, it's true. I mean, you're remarkably good oh, in the show, but do you feel a sense of like pride and accomplishment at the end of doing this two and a half hour marathon that's really about you? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny now, uh, cause Alex is always like, Oh, I don't like to bow. Like it feels weird. Like, you know, <laughs> so we kind of, we, we kind of make up fun bows together to, <laughs> um, get us through the week. But, um, yeah, that, that first curtain call is like one of those core mem- memories that I don't think I'll ever forget just because it was, it's like every moment that you, dream of like as a kid to be able to you know and then epic you get to come up from like a pit and walk down and get like their lights and people are screaming your name like it's unreal and and also just I think I remember feeling in that second I'm like oh I'm gonna get emotional but it was like I remember feeling in that second I was like I did it like I did it I made it after these two years and not even two years but just years of of um of and I know it's I'm very privileged to say this at like a young age, but like I had, I, I'd worked hard and, and, um, and, and it was just, you can see it in your face. You can see that accomplishment. (laughs) No, but also like, (gasps) yes, but just like your face is like, Oh my God, I nailed it. I did it. I I did the thing. It's really remarkable because you're a young person with a lot of stuff to do in this. Yeah. yeah. I definitely have those moments of like, uh, sometimes I feel that, or especially on opening, but like during home, like the biggest song in act two, like 
it's already an emotional song and already an emotional scene. And I remember, I think like on opening, it was just all of these emotions of like being in, being in the mindset of the character, but you're also like, my family's here. Like, like this is happening. And I remember it like turns around before like the final like verse. And I, I remember having a moment before where I was like, I am singing this huge song on a Broadway stage in act two and I'm like running down and singing and there's a full audience and like, what? Like, this is insane. Like, this is it's, crazy. It's, it must be, feel so out of body in, yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. Um, I mentioned to you when we talked this summer that I found your performance, like you were so physical in finding her. And I think that yeah. so many actors intention when they're playing a goth or a sad girl would be about being really quiet and inner and not really mm. using their angst. And you, you find a way to use your body that is so remarkable remarkably exciting oh, to watch in the audience. No, it's true. And I know you, you have a dance background, but do you mm. think that's what it is? Do you think just that's how you felt her? Yeah, I think it's, I feel like in a lot of things that I've done, I like I being a dancer, I feel like I always want to like move my body and, and I feel like um, I can really understand a character through their physicality, whether that be their posture or like the way they move and and I feel like there's a fun balance, especially with with Lydia of like when she is feeling more vulnerable and shy and what does that look like? And then when she kind of takes her own power and she's a little cocky and walks around and 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 also just I feel like I have such a strong connection with music as a dancer that like I just need to move like yeah. <laughs> I feel this need to move. I remember um. I'm always going to PT for like my neck and things just because I'm like always tight. And I remember this in Secret Life of Bees too. Like I didn't dance or move like as much. It wasn't as much running and stuff, but like as an anxious, I guess I play a lot of anxious, sad girls, but like as an as another okay. anxious, sad girl, it was like, I, I was like always like taking that physically. Um, and yeah, it's funny because like I don't dance so much, but this show, there's so much running. Like there's so much running and jumping and wearing like a 10 pound dress. And I feel like at the end of the show, uh, like I sing, I'm home in the blackout. And I literally just go, so I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, OK, we made it. We now, made it. have you still not missed a single show? I've missed one now. <gasps> okay. One. Um, I'm, I was the last man standing. I think I did, <laughs> including previous, I think it was like 165 wow. or something. Um, and I finally was like, you know, I need a day. It was one of those, it was yeah. like at these five show weekends are like, ooh. And I remember it was like, it was rainy. I just got my new kitten. And I woke <laughs> up that it's such a hard decision to make sometimes, but like I woke up on Tuesday and was like, I'm also just not in the, in the mi mindset and yeah. like mental state and like mental health is also important. So I was like, I think it's important for me to take a day away. Everyone was like, yay. Like Alex literally <laughs> texted me like, yay. And it's weirdly freeing to be like, okay, like the show goes on and it's going to be great. Like understudies are amazing. And like, yeah. you took the time for yourself and you're like, great. Like that, not that you have pressure for yourself, but there is, I think also as like the new, new person and, and, and youngest cast member, I've always sort of had that, um, mindset growing up of like, um, I've talked to other people who've been the youngest, but I've always been the youngest. And I think there's this, this feeling that you, that you have to work like twice as hard just to like prove and yourself, prove yourself like, yeah. here. And everyone was like, you don't have to prove yourself anymore. <laughs> Not that that's why I didn't miss a show, but um, yeah. 
it was, so I, I miss, I have missed one. And- All right. I am still very, very impressed. <laughs> um, Thank you. you and Alex have such great chemistry and, you know, so much of the show is about the stuff that he throws out and that he's playing mm-hmm. with. What is it like to do the show without him? It must feel so odd, even though every understudy is incredible, especially at your yeah. show. And I know a lot of them, but it just must feel so yes. different. How do you, how do you sort of bounce off what's happening if Alex is not there? Yeah, he's, well, he's on vacation right now, actually. Okay. So, um, he gets back next, next week. Um, and it's good. Like I always say, it's like, it, it feels like a different show, not in a, not in a bad way, not in a good way. Like it, it with ever, with any understudy, a new person that's on, it's, it's a new scene partner. So it, it's fun. It keeps it new to, 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 to respond to someone new. And, and also just, um, every Beetlejuice like covers on right now. And it's like a totally different vibe and super fun still. And so it's, it's fun to like size up and match that energy in whatever yeah. way that is. And it's like having a different, uh, you know, you're like doing a tennis match and you're like, okay, like playing a different person. And, and like, what does that mean? You have to like do a different, uh, I don't know, sports, <laughs> like a different, I cannot help you. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so it's, it's fun and, and they're, they're so great. And, and we, I feel like whoever goes on is we, especially the two of us, like, it's always a bit of like a camaraderie, like we got it. Like yeah. we got it. I always look at, I've been looking at Cobra like before, like the funeral. I'm like, I'll see you in an, an hour. Cause we actually, it's very funny. We only spend like five minutes on stage together during act one because it's sort of like our two yeah, plots. Two stories. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, see you in it's an great. Hour. I mean, obviously I see you in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I love all of them. I, I miss Alex, but he's, he's off on vacation. So do you feel a pressure, you know, um, you we're going to talk about some of your other Broadway shows, but you know, there is like the star of the show is kind of like the CEO of the company mm-hmm. in so many ways, uh, if you were in business terms and do you <laughs> feel a pressure of like, feeling like you need to take care of the people in the building and the cast in the way that you've seen other female leads and shows you've been in sort of do that sort of thing? Yeah, I don't think I feel a, I don't think I feel a pressure in that like everyone is so like such a team and everyone keeps each other um I feel like everyone is great at supporting one another. But yeah, I think there's definitely I wouldn't say pressure, but there's definitely I feel like I've learned from other people that it's like it starts at the top whether that's Alex or whoever and you want to set that good example um but at the end of the day, I've learned that it's so simple to just be nice, like be like be a, a good nice person. person. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you, it sounds so so cliche, and like obviously, like we have our hard days, but um, to just not take that out on other people. Like, I've learned, I've had my hard shows, I've had hard times, but it's like I. I take that time that I need in my dressing room with like the close people around me, like whether that be like you, ha- you got to have your people that you yeah. like share that with, like don't keep it all inside. But that doesn't mean you show up backstage and like be like, I'm having a bad day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, just because it brings, you know, everyone down and, and um, it's, and I think people understand that it's, it's not someone's job to like always be, like, okay, everyone, let's go. Yeah. If you're not feeling that, cause sometimes it's like, I don't have anything to give. Like I'm really just trying to like get through the show, but it, it just makes such a difference to like ask someone how their day is, or even if you're whatever, just like smile and, and be, be, um, 
I don't know if that answers the question, but no, yeah, I think I it like, does. It's like, you know, you just bring your best self that you can actually yeah, offer. Yeah, that you can that day. Like bring what yeah. you can that day and and don't like don't bring people down for yeah. other reasons. But also it's nice because Alex is Alex is such a does such a good job of that too. Yeah. I think keeping everyone um, you know, up and we get it and we get along so well that it keeps it fun. Like everyone's yeah. always like, What are you doing? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> Like the jokes that like, if you come to the first floor, it's just like, what's going on? (laughs) Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the five-hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This show is such a big thing. I mean, it's like in the Broadway Belters Club. And so <laughs> yeah. now you're part of this, like, elf of a world of, yeah. of people that are going to expect you to constantly be belting your face oh off. God. Are you excited about this challenge that now you're part of the Broadway belting? <laughs> I guess. Like, I didn't even think about that. Like, it was so funny. Sorry. Was like, it is. It's a big, it's a big belty. <laughs> She's show. a big belty show. Yeah. It's like, it's, I think that's been like the, I think that's been the hardest part of the show too, for me of like, of like, it's not just like, Oh, you have like one song. It's like, no, like you go on and sing dead mom, which is like, you know, everyone knows. And then it's like, great. That was your first song. Now you have like nine more. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been more of like with this show particularly has been what people, whenever I would hear people be like, yeah, sometimes with shows like this, you gotta like sacrifice a little bit and be like, I always say like a little bit more of a nun. And we were like, yeah. like, Oh, like, what does that mean? And then I was like, Oh, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got it now. Yeah. Where it's like, it's like, sometimes I just like, like, I can't really go out after shows. Like I need to rest or, you know, I, I, or during the day it's like you wake up and you're immediately like, okay, what do I need to do to be able to do the show? And whether that means, you know, mentally going out to see a friend, like for your mental health, but it's also like a lot of quiet time. <laughs> well, thank you again for doing this podcast for an hour. Um, oh, and you need to rest those, those beautiful oh, chords. chords. Let's go back to the beginning, beginning. What were you doing like around your house that made your parents be like, this kid has got <laughs> to do more than perform in our basement or whatever. What was happening? Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Cause like, I was the one that was like begging my parents. My, my, my I have a, my parents are in the, in the arts too. My dad is a professor at Webster university for shout out theater. to Webster, shout yes. out to Webster, go Gorlocks. Yes. <laughs> um, I worked um, at so, the Ararock Lyceum theater, which is where everyone works after they graduate from Webster. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I definitely know people that have gone there. Um, so it's very funny when people are like, this might be weird, but I think I know you're, I'm like, that's not weird. Yes, Every, that's a lot weird. of people know my dad, but, um, and my mom is a, is, is a dance teacher, but they're like, the opposite of stage parents and that it's been, it's, I've been so lucky and that they understand what the business industry is, but they were like, never the ones being like, do that. You need to do this. Or, uh, I, I, I mean, I feel like, 
like every like little actor kid, I was just like, like putting like playing imagination games with my siblings and like moving furniture around and like singing in my room. And it was very just like, like, like games, like just in my room. And, and it was never even like, I mean, yes, I had those shows. Like my parents would be like, that would go on for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) But I would beg my dad to take me to see the shows that he had directed or shows that he was in or doing whatever. And he would always tell me that I'd like look at him at intermission and be like, something bad is going to happen. I think something bad's going to happen. Like I was just so in it. Into it. Um, And so I think like I asked them to, I asked them to audition for the Muni at like seven and, you know, sang my eight bar cut of like spoonful of sugar, which is actually very funny. But oh. I did Mary Poppins later. Oh my God, but, then um, we're getting Mary Poppins. <laughs> did you get, was mm. the Muni the first like thing you booked? Yeah, which is crazy because my parents were like, are you sure you want to just, they're like, <laughs> we'll put you in summer camp. Like if it doesn't happen, like it's okay. And then I got, I did, I did Mimi in St. Louis, which is like very Amazing. touching and fitting. And, and I remember, I guess I had always, I can't remember a time where I didn't want to perform, but it, I remember like the post-show depression was so, like, I remember I finished the show and I just was like, Cry. I was just so sad because to me it was like my imagination games, but other people are playing them yeah. with me. Like I get to do this, and 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 it's so funny that sometimes I look back and I'm like, I get more nervous now. Like I've talked to people with this. When you get older, since you get more nervous than when you're younger, because you just don't care. Like yeah, I, I didn't just think fun. about it. In it's, anything. Yeah, it was just fun, and yeah. it is fun now. But it's just like a different thing. And I'm like, I just went out and did it. Like I didn't think about it. Um, you're also not it doing just, it for like a year. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, you only it's get, like you know, a week or something or 10 performances. You right. like hold on to them. But I, I always like, I was talking to my mom about this the other day. Cause it was like very important that I was always just something like a hobby, like something I wanted to do. And I was never like auditioning every day or auditioning for commercials or like doing all of that. It was just sort of like, I did the Muni, like kind of the summers and I started doing more like local stuff here and there. And then eventually um, there were like a lot of kids shows coming out in, in New York and, and, um, I, so I was, went how did you York. get Mary Poppins? Did you have an agent at that point? It was like around the same time I, I got an agent in New York and they were kind of sending me out for all the, like, you know, Billy Elliot, Annie, Matilda, yeah. like Mary Poppins. And, and it was just such a quick, like I went in for one of the, like one big audition thing. And, and I remember, I, it's one of those moments I don't think I'll ever forget either of like getting the call that I, that I got it. And it was just like, what? Like, I didn't know what to do with myself. Um, and it felt like <laughs> I always tell people it was so funny. Cause I remember someone asking me like, what theater are you going to be in? And I was like, Broadway, Broadway, Broadway theater, New like, Amsterdam, Broadway theater. theater. <laughs> and I was like, I'm it's on Broadway. Broadway. Like I didn't even like process that there were like theaters multiple theaters, <laughs> um, which is just so funny. Cause I knew that, but like, I didn't know. I was just like, yeah. Broadway, like whatever. Broadway theater. Um, dumb, dumb going hello. to Broadway. <laughs> going to Broadway. Okay. Did you know that Mary, that you were joining the closing company or did they announce closing while you were there? No, that we found out that it was closing like pretty, pretty close to when it closed. It was one of those weird situations where everyone was like, Oh, Oh, okay. Um, All right, so closing. I never got the awkward, like you're too tall. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> uh, so who was like, you don't, you're not live in New York. So how do they were, how are you working out with your family? Like come to New York and star in a Broadway musical? Yeah. Um, I was lucky that my family was like, ready to go on that adventure. And it, it was like, 
one of the, we say it was one of the best years for our family because my brother and I, so I have a lot of siblings. I have a twin brother and two younger sisters. So oh it's my a big God. House. It's a big, and that's a lot. It's great because like they all have their own hobbies and interests. And my parents were, are like, everyone is equal in that. It doesn't matter that I was doing shows or whatever. It was like, they're, we're going to support everyone. And it doesn't, it's not like, you're going to be a star kid. Like keep working. Yeah. Like not, none of that. Um, so we all decided that we wanted to come here. They wanted to come with me to New York for the year, however long. And my dad stayed home to teach and would come and visit. So we all came here. My mom like homeschooled us for a year. Oh my God. And we like joined this homeschool group, which is like so fun, like in New York, all these like artistic kids. And, and it was just coming from such a small, my, my parents had lived in New York for years and all around. So they like, you it was know, like exciting saying, for them, I'm sure, to yeah, be back. Yeah, to be back. Way. They they would love they love it here. They would live live here if they could. But um, it just felt like eye opening in that like coming from this little small town like bubble that we lived in um to New York that just had so much art and culture and we were taking classes at the history museum and like going to all the parks and like all these things that it was just like one of the best years. And then, and then on top of that, I was like, I'm in a show. Um, <laughs> I'm on Broadway. I'm on Broadway. Um, and then we just started, you know, visiting in the summer if we could, like trying to sublet places. Um, and it became like a second home. Like we all just know the city um, so well now. And obviously like when I kept doing shows here, my parents were like, well, we can't all move here again. Like that just Yeah, we can't really... keep doing that. But let's that. stay in Mary Poppins' world for yes. a little bit. What do you remember about that night of your Broadway debut, first time hitting the stage in yeah. truly the most beautiful theater on Broadway at the New Amsterdam oh. Theater? And, and that huge show. I mean, it, you're at a huge show again. Yeah. But that show it's a was, big show, too. Yeah. 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 And it was just, I remember like the overture started and like I almost just cried because I was like, this is so magical. It was just like, that's the only thing I can say. It was magical. And it was also like, you know, you're 10. So like everything just, just, everything just feels like larger than life in the city and, and larger than life on stage. And, and, and I remember I was sad that I like, didn't get to go on every night. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I want What do you mean? There's two other girls. I was like, I want to do it every night. Yeah. Um, and it was also really special because, um, we had, I had like a lot of surrogate family randomly in the show. It's not like why I got in the show, but it, Megan Osterhaus, who was playing my mom at the time was, my dad's college mentor's daughter. So when my okay. dad was young, she was like running around at like four years old. So he'd like known. And then he was, then she was playing my mom. It was just very like kind of emotional for my family to see all those weird full circle things. Um, and also Who was like, Mary when you joined the show? Um, Stephanie Lee. Okay. Stephanie Lee. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like all the magic tricks felt like I remember we like we flew in the flew in the nursery for the first time like all the things that were like so, so cool. exciting. I remember one of the, like the little boys who played Michael. I think once like when we first had our like day where we got to see all the magic kills. Man, I'm never gonna get tired of this magic stuff. <laughs> He's like, magic, this is cool magic stuff. <laughs> this um, magic stuff. I mean, Disney magic is is Broadway magic. Disney it's, magic is real. It's very exciting. Um, how did you deal with that sort of three sets of kids? Was that a tricky thing for you to wrap your brain around? Um, not really. Cause I, I feel like we were all, we all got, a, we were really lucky. Like we all got along really well. They also, um, it was one of the few times I think that all of the kids were new at once. So it was yeah. like all six kids were coming in. So it wasn't like I was the new one and the other girls had been there for a while. And it was like, that could possibly be a weird dyna dynamic, but, um, so all of us were new and 
everyone, we got lucky that we all just got along. And um, it was, you were either on, you were on standby in the dressing room or off. And it honestly was the perfect show for me because I always say I'm not like the most extroverted person and that I was like, I knew a lot of the Broadway kids, but not really. Like it was just like some of the bigger shows like Matilda and Annie that had like so many kids and there was like a lot of just kid drama and like, and like, do you know what I mean? Overstimulation. So much stimulation and like extroversion. I was like, I was like, and moms, which like my mom was like, uh, uh, no, I can't do that. Um, and so it was great. Cause it was like, you know, we were either just the two of us backstage. We were on stage or we were off. So it wasn't like this crazy, like, ah, there's so many kids and so many people. Um, yeah. If you were in Billy Elliot, you were in it with 30 other kids. That's too much. And I was like, I, it was just, so much. And I was never like super, I, I like, not that that's a bad thing, but I was never, no, really, but it like, is, it's a, it is a different I, I dynamic. It's a different thing. And I was never really that, that was never really my, my vibe as a kid. I think that would have like overstimulated me and like overwhelming of like, ah, there's so many people trying to be having attention. Um, when Mary Poppins closed, did you just, were you going home or where did you know the audience was happening already? No, I went home for like, for, a year, year and a half. So I went okay. home and I started middle school. <laughs> just like was that a hard to adjustment to like go back to real life? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. I remember. I remember we like took a trip. We took we we like road trips back and like took a family trip like somewhere. So it wasn't just like we were like back in St. Louis all of a sudden. Um, but it, it's always that same feeling for me. Like whenever I would come back, it feels like weird because it's such a quiet little town, and you get back and I'm like, oh, nothing is nothing's really changed, but you mm-hmm. went and did this huge thing. And then every time I'd come back, I'd feel that way just because I would go off and do something and come back and be like, Oh, here I am. Here I am again. <laughs> um, but it was great. I remember like the first year of like, school, I met some of my best friends. Like it was just a good, it was a good year. And, and I don't even think I did any theater really that year. I did like a ballet intensive thing like this over the summer. And then, and then the audience it was like a year or two later, like a year and a half, a year or two. Now later. the audience was this huge play starring Helen Marin as Queen Elizabeth. And they were looking for two girls to play the young version of her to alternate. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so you and Sadie Sink booked that job. And that was like, a <laughs> some people yeah. may know her. Some people <laughs> might be very familiar. famous. <laughs> yeah, she is. Um, you're, you're doing fine. It's oh all, my gosh, all, all <laughs> it's very fun. Like we're, we're like best friends still. We're very I close. Love it. So it's, it's very fun to like see our, our, like our paths and, yeah. and because yeah, I knew her before all the all stranger things and I'm like so proud of her. I mean, you are someone who's played Queen Elizabeth on Broadway, so that's pretty exciting just for you. <laughs> yes. Do you do you feel weirdness now that she has passed on? It Did was, you feel, a, it was, was a little I'm weird. Sure. No, it was like for a second I was like, this is strange, just because I remember like in that time I learned I knew so much about her. Like we did so much research about her as a kid and growing up and and like you know, there's, there's so many things about the Royal family. It's, you know, like, like a lot of stuff, but, but in terms of like learning about her childhood and how, uh, like how she grew up and was forced to like learn how to be a leader at like 15, it was like a weird, like connection of like, I remember like, Oh, like this, this woman's done a lot. And, and, and also it was just such a big part of my life. Like Brit, I knew so much British history at one time. now it'll but come back like, <laughs> but like at 13 I was like I can tell you all the prime ministers I can tell you what they've done like, which is what was, the play was about which I mean, is literally happened. what the play was about yes. um so I learned a lot of history that year tell me about working with Helen Marin, which I'm sure was had to have been a dream 
Yeah, it's it's so funny because I don't even think I like I knew she was, you know, Helen Mirren, like when I joined, but you know, I was 13. Like, you know someone's big, but but I think now I really look back and go, oh my God, like I can't believe I did that. <laughs> um she was just everyone's relieved to hear when I say that she was like even better than you could expect just because you never know with celebrities. Like it's like, Oh yeah, they were good. Or like, yeah. And, um, (laughs) you where their voice gets higher, you know, that something's not good. Yeah. You're like, Oh yeah, no, they were great. Um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, but she truly was just, I was so lucky in, in that I learned so much about acting but also just how to be a good person backstage and be a good leader. Um, she was so kind immediately. I remember went up to Sadie and I on like the first day of rehearsals and introduce herself and would come over and like talk to us and play with her hair and just be so sweet. And, um, and, and, you know, they rehearsed us separately. They rehearsed Sadie and I separately, which was very cool. Cause oh, we got to like find yeah. our own, uh, character, even though we were playing the same part. And, Helen would, you know, work with us too. Like we were always finding moments of physicality that was similar and, and uh, she would just go out of her way to make it such a good experience for everyone. Like on opening, when we bowed, we both got to bow because, you know, one of us couldn't perform that night, but we both bowed and she like, you know, usually how it works is like ensemble bows or everyone bows. And then like Helen would come down and like solo bow and she grabbed both of her hands and walked down and we bowed with her. And it was like, we, you know, she did not have to do that. Like she really didn't, yeah. but she wanted it to be an experience. And same thing happened with like the Tony awards. Like we were there and she was nominated and she, we were like, we were just excited to be there. And we were sitting like, like one of our really, really far back rows. Like we were just like excited. And we get this call from company management that was like, um, Helen's looking for you like on the carpet. And we were like, what? So we, Sadie and I go down and we go, it looks crazy. We are these two like little girls. We go down to like the corner of Radio City and like the security, we're like talking to security guard being like, Helen Mirren wants us like to come back. And he's like, what? Like, no. (laughs) And she, this woman comes off of the carpet in her like gorgeous, like white gown. She walks in her heels onto the corner of the road basically. And was like, I know you're just doing your job. Like, I know you're doing your job, but they're really like, please, like they're with me. They're with me. The security guard is like, "Uh, like, how do you say no? (laughs) She's like, I come mean, on, come on, come on. Did you even like, believe your life? Like, you're like, what is happening? I was like, what's going on? And she, and she said, she was like, I want this to be like an experience for you. And that's just ah. true class. Like she's done it all. And I feel like at that point she's like, you know, I've, she's like, I've, I've done it. I've, I've lived it. I've experienced it. And like, I mean, it hell, I'm still talking about it today. So it, cl- it clearly, it like had an impact on me to be like, just these little things of going out of her way to make us feel, you know, or even just like she came up to me like I have one of the I had to do like a little like the, the Cape Town speech where she's like a, addressing the, the government for the first or like the, the people for the first time yeah. on, on and over and so like we had really worked on like very particular on the dialect and like really like all of this stuff that was very particular and I been that was one of her times that like one of the few times she was off stage doing like a quick change and one time she came up to me after the, after and was like I just wanted to say about the speech and I immediately was like oh like, I'm so sorry. Like, am I going too slow or fast? Like, I know you need, like, it's a very weird, like, time for her to change. And she was like, no, no, no. I just wanted to say, like, I listen to it every night. And you're just, you're really thinking about your words. And it's just so lovely to listen to backstage. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> like, oh my like, God, I love just it. so, so, so sweet. And, um, yeah, so everyone's very, 
and, and I'm assuming, yeah, holds up to like how, like we were saying earlier, like how you should be as a person. Like it makes such a difference for the company. Like having this, she treated everyone, like every, every stage manager, every, every person in the company. And, you know, and that woman is, doesn't leave the stage. Like, I know, you know it was, it was an incredible play and our, and a very dynamic performance. And it's something I like never forget seeing, you know, like in person, it was, she's crazy. So she special. jumps up and she's like 20 years old. And then yeah, she's like playing it 70. Was, and it was wild. wild. Um, did you feel like such a little actress? Because there's so <laughs> few kids that get to be in plays, you know, it's like you're yeah. cute, you're in Anastasia, whatever, right. but like you get to be in like a real play and have like, I know it was kind of fancy. Like it was very funny that, uh, I feel like so lucky that I got that because I feel like it was, it was like a a class in that way. It felt like I was really learning instead of just, you know, you go on and say like a couple cute lines and you leave. But I remember like the assistant director, like sitting me down in this like rehearsal room being like, what is acting? And I was like, um, (laughs) (laughs) and it was like very, like, it felt like being in school in a way, like very, like yeah. writing out our actions. Like, what do we think? Like he was very particular, like doing exercises and being in the dialect room and, and also being around these like astute British actors, like who are very serious, but very, they're very kind people, but you know, yeah. and, um, that was just such a, it was such a huge part, I think of, and learning. I knew I'd always liked acting, but, um, acting is like my favorite. I mean, I love to sing and dance as well, but just being like, I, I, I think acting is just will always be the top thing for me. And, um, just lucky to be able to have that experience in a, oh my in a God. play. And then your next Broadway show is also a <laughs> play, play. <laughs> but you did not plan probably to come back. You were going to do high school straight through, I thought maybe. And then the yeah. crucible came a call. I was, in. I, was in, I was in, I hadn't gone to high school. I was, I was in eighth grade. Okay. So it was still middle school. My middle school years, oh I was God. barely there. Um, <laughs> You're like, what? I don't know. Which anything. is very funny. Yeah. And I remember it was, it was, I remember actually thinking, like talking with my parents about, um, I was like, should I, it sounds very funny to be like, should I do this? But I was like, you know, I had just done the audience. I got home. I did like, it was very kind of quickly after. And I was like, do I want to be at home? Do I want to be at school? And then I was like, I can't see myself not doing it. Like, I feel like this is going to be such another great experience. And, and it was like, it was just so, so formative. And, and what I learned as a performer and also it was my first time living like alone, like with, I was with a host. So this time your parents were like, we cannot. Yeah. For the audience, my mom was like, I'll come with you. My mom was like, I'm going to come with you. Um, and then this time they were like, we can't. (laughs) Um, so I, 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 I stayed with like a host family who we met through someone who was so kind to just let me live with them basically. But, um, their schedules were so opposite of mine that, that I really didn't see them that much. So it felt like a, like a college experience at 14. Like I remember I was like taking this up. I mean, I was talking to my parents every day. They were very, you know, it was safe, but like, I was like taking the subway. I was, I had to, you know, pack my lunch and by myself and do my laundry. And then like do doing a laundry four hour and play and then doing go a play home. and then go grocery shopping. So it was it's so funny, like coming back and moving to the city and having like seeing a lot of people go through that experience for the first time at 18. And I'm like, Oh, you're like, girl, <laughs> oh, God. I did that when I was in middle school. <laughs> yeah. It's like taking the train, like being like away from people. And it was hot. Like it was hard. Like there were times where I was like, it, with, it is hard to be like during bees and stuff, it's hard to be young and, and be living kind of on your own and not knowing as many people, but, um, but it was worth it in terms of like what I learned and, and 
And I feel like I, I gained so much independence that I didn't know I had that year. Also, again, was... you're doing a play with like Sophie Okaneda and, and yes. Ben Bershaw and Saoirse Ronan. Like, yes. You're, yeah. you're like these, working these with people the people. people are crazy. And, and like Ben, ben I would say Ben is another one of those people that was like, John Proctor's so dark and, and like, you know, it's this three hour play and, and, but he's like the sweetest person um, who would always come and like, hello everyone. Like, how are you? Like, and then, <laughs> And it was funny. I don't even know if I like said this last time, but um, Kate Wilson, who was our dialect coach in the audience, was also the vocal like dialect person for the Crucible, and so she had taught me a full like warm up, like physical and vocal warm up for the audience that we Sadie and I would do every night. And she was teaching the whole company. We would do full company warm ups, and then like she, when she left, she came up to me and she said, "You know this warm up?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, I remember it from like the year ago." And she goes, "So can you lead it?" So it, I led the vocal warm up for the Crucible Company every oh my God. night. Oh my god, like that's so fourteen-year-old me. I was like, I, like, and at first I was like, this is weird. Like, and but everyone was so like on board with it because I knew it. And so, and and it's such a dark play that no one sees each other all the time. So it was funny. Everyone like all everyone would come on stage at like an hour before, and we'd like start with our um swings. I'd st- I'd like stand in the front <laughs> of the stage and like lead these people in a warm up. That's incredible. Very funny. They gave me like a sash that said like La La Gaga on it or whatever (laughs) at the end. Um, Um, What a wild, what a wild story. I want to touch, we have to wrap up, but I want to talk about Secret Lives of Bees, which I saw in like the second row and five minutes into the show, I leaned over to my friend. I'm like, that girl is incredible. Like (laughs) I I could see everything you were seeing, you know, like Mm. you were so present and that show is quite beautiful. And um, Mm. I'm sure it was very interesting to be, that was their first time sort of working on a new musical, I'm assuming. And that must've been like the learning curve of like, being in school, being back in New York yeah. and also learning a new musical must've felt a little overwhelming, I imagine. Yeah. I was like a junior in high school, which <laughs> junior year is like not that fun. <laughs> uh, so it was, it was like, my teachers were sending me work. Like I was going to rehearsal. I was coming home and I was doing my work at home and doing homework and doing finals like for previews and wouldn't recommend doing that for a long period of time. <laughs> it was, it was very, it was a short window so I, I knew I could do it, but, um, yeah, it was like, we were getting new opening numbers. We were getting new script pages every day, but it was so, it was so cool. And I love the book so much that it was so cool to be like a part of something that I loved, like a character that I loved in the book and having, you know, my input be important, um, because they like trusted how I felt about the character. And so them being like, you know, having, having Lynn Hodge be like, what would you say? And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's, I don't know. You can, you can write that. You're Lynn Nottage. <laughs> uh, so it was, it was a lot, but it was, it was so cool. And it also just, you know, I already said, like, I love rehearsing, but like being a part of that process of something so new was, was, was so cool and exciting. It almost feels like each big opportunity you've had has really led it gave, gave you exactly what you needed for the next thing, like to do the yes. audience and then the crucible and the life be, and now, yes. you know, starring on Broadway and Beetlejuice, it does feel like it's these huge steps that are like these huge education filled steps that. Yeah. Have led I feel like I here. have like a story, like it's like a very much like piece of my life yeah. and like what I learned not on stage, like off stage and on stage and be like, and then this happened. And then very like, it's funny. I would say like, I didn't do like a million things. Like, I was never always in a show back home or like everything is, it was very like 
kind of specific right place, right time, like things that were happening, but it did, they all just were like looking back being like, Oh wow. There's so many like cool people I got to learn from. Um, even if I didn't really like put that together at the time, but just like through being there and like through watching and experiencing that. And, and then like in Beetlejuice, like I'm learning so much too, by like what it means to lead a company and, um, and seeing Alex and, and Leslie and, and all these people, um, like, and also that stamina, that, too. the stamina, that yeah. Week stamina, which is like just bizarre to me. I don't know. It's like so it, hard to explain. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> it's so hard to explain to people that like, don't know what that is. Cause it's like, yeah, I always say like, how's the show? And it's like, it's great. And it's so hard. Like it's, <laughs> it's just because it it's, and also with the five show weekend and it's just like, people don't realize that it's like, that's just one day where you're not doing the show. <laughs> and so it's like, it's like, you gotta, it's just. You got to space it out too. I mean, it's like, how do I give a a performance on Tuesday night and Sunday night and have them be, or, you know, have them be as exciting or give the audience what they want. Cause like no one's seen it before, you know, some people haven't seen it before. And so it's like, they, I would say like, they don't care that it's a Sunday matinee and that like you just did three shows in a row before and you feel like it's 10 AM and you're like trying to belt in a staircase. Like they don't care that you're tired. (laughs) Like, you know, like yeah, you have to like, give them that, that kind of helps too in terms yeah. of like, you, you got to pace yourself, but you're also like, you're also like, okay, so you need to be as invested as you can because someone's like, I haven't seen this. <laughs> you have done um, so much at like such a young age. When you look back at that kid who came to New York to do Mary Poppins, could you ever imagine all of this? No, like, like it's funny. I, I, I don't want to say, yeah, I don't want to say yes. And I don't want to say no. And that like, I, I think I always believed in myself and that like, I knew it just felt like something that was right to do. Like it felt like this is something I'm meant to do. Um, it's not like I woke up every day being like, I'm going to be a star. (laughs) I'm going to star in this show. Um, so I guess no, in that sense of like, I can't believe that I'm here now, especially like this young, but, um, but also I've had such a good support of people that be- believed in me. And, 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 um, <laughs> I say it's kind of lucky in that I've been the youngest in things that I've done because like the competitiveness was not really there, like oh, in the amazing. companies that I worked with. And so it wasn't like someone that was like always trying to like fight for fight and like, and like see who's better or break out. It was just like these older actors that were just doing it as their job. And I got to learn through. And so it, I never felt like afraid to fail or like, I was like, Oh, I got to go up against this person. And I think that like weirdly helped me be like, okay, I'm just going to like show up and do what, do my thing. And if they like it, okay. And if not, like, that's cool. And well, so, that is like the best way to live, you know, all of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it can be so, make you com- crazy. It can be so competitive. And so like, why didn't, well, so-and-so is going, you know, and like, you just can't think like that or. Well, that's probably why you're doing so well too. Like you, you <laughs> have figured it out. You're, you're, you're brilliant. All right. Are you ready for the quick fire questions? <gasps> I hope so. All right. Just don't overthink it. Just say the first okay. thing that comes to your mind. All right. Mm-hmm. What is the first Broadway show you saw? Anything goes with Stephanie J. Block. Oh my God. Um, last Broadway show you saw. <gasps> oh, into the woods. Go to album for a car trip. <gasps> uh, fine line, Harry Styles. I want blank movie to be a musical. <gasps> oh no. Uh, 
I'm just going to say Pride and Prejudice because it's one of my favorite movies, but I don't know I'm if it'd it would actually be a good musical. <laughs> um, what is the your favorite thing in your dressing room? Um, I think the pictures I have. I love it. Um, can you name two Real Housewives? I don't watch that show. I knew so it. I don't know. That's why you're so smart. Um, pancakes, <laughs> or, <laughs> pancakes or waffles? Oh, pancakes. Tell me one stage door experience. Um, I guess we don't really do the stage door as much with, with COVID and stuff, yeah. but it's very funny because it takes people a second to realize it's me because of my hair. Um, so it's always like, is that, was it? Oh, oh. And, and then, then like, by and then, then you're like, gone. Hey. And then I'm gone. But this isn't exactly stage door. This will be quick. But like sometimes I come out of the lobby to say hi to friends and there's like the big mural there. And whenever I come out that way, I literally walk down with people with playbills like in the escalator and like no one knows it's me because <laughs> of my hair. And I've had multiple people ask me to take pictures of them outside of like the Beetlejuice thing. Outside of a picture of you, probably. Yeah, which they're, is... they're, yes, which is so funny. <laughs> or like, or like a girl and her mom walked by. I was like in the parking garage, and they were like, "Is the stage door that way?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> right around. Oh my the god, I'm, I'm dying over that. <laughs> so like, All right. No one Did knows. you do any school musicals ever? Mm-mm. Zero. Amazing. <laughs> I ran cross uh, country in high school. Of course, <laughs> she does everything. <laughs> what show would you like to do with the Muni? Ooh. Mm, I'd like to do like Anastasia or something. Oh, I don't know. yes. That's a great. We're sending it out. Um, <laughs> is Helen Mirren funny? Yeah, she would like swear a lot and then be like, oh, when she was around us. <laughs> um, what is your favorite book? Um, uh, Little Women, maybe. If you know. can go back in time and see any Broadway show, what would it be? Uh, maybe like Sweeney Todd, like, yes. like one well, of the we're getting it this year and it's going to be fun. I know. Um, how much fan artwork do you get? Um, we have so much covering our walls. I haven't gotten like too, too much, but I get a lot of digital stuff sent to me, like over like Instagram and stuff. People right. do artwork, which is fun. It's like so much artwork. Um, what is your Starbucks order? Um, iced matcha latte with three pumps of chai all right um what is your favorite disney movie oh oh that's so hard i like tangled but i like the originals too like the little mermaid very excited for the new one very excited for the new one um are you into true crime and if so what case would you like to have solved i don't know much about true crime that's okay stay in stay in the place you're in don't are you a true crime person oh yeah i'm like obsessed (gasps) Yes. It's I, I kinda wanna I kinda wanna I just started you know I just started watching his only murders in the building. That's oh not God, true it's crime, but like so, so good. Funny. But it's uh, you know, it's a great show. What's a good um, if I were to like get into true crime, like what's a good podcast to start with? I can send you like a lot of things to uh do your own back door is really good. Um Okay. And uh I'll send you some Yeah, some send good. me some because I like I like a, a podcast. Oh great. We got there's no shortage of murder <laughs> podcasts. But it depends if you want like funny mur like People laughing okay. at or you're like or, or like want to get night. like yes. <laughs> um you know the window was open um okay um favorite quarantine TV binge oh the Queen's Gambit oh god so good uh favorite Beetlejuice song that's not one of yours uh no reason I guess I sing that but I like Leslie's song okay um what do you want on your bagel Mm, cream cheese or, or like an avocado bagel situation. Yeah. 
Tell me one Alex Brightman ad lib that got you really good. Um, <laughs> oh, what did he say? Well, one time he messed up a whole lyric in whole being dead thing. And he just went, Java, 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 Java. Like it just wasn't words. <laughs> Were you laughing or you're, are you, are you, I was off stage, so okay. I wasn't laughing, but I, I break, I will break pretty easily. It, they all make fun of me for it. But then when it, when it matters, I won't like, there was a time, this is very quick, but there was a time where like oh. the, um, the priest who comes out and has the first lines of the show are like, uh, gather here today to mourn the loss of Emily Dietz, devoted wife of Charles and mother to Lydia, blah, blah, blah. It's like this like paragraph of a thing before the song starts. And he comes on and he goes, we're all standing there. And he goes, we've gathered here today to meet and discuss Lydia Dietz. Not and then, meet like, and discuss. Meet, to meet and discuss. And he was just like, Lydia Dietz. And like the music started and I was like, and it was just everyone's umbrella was like shaking because they're laughing. <laughs> and I had one of those moments where I was like, I have to sing. Like, this is so, like, I can't laugh. It's a funeral. No, <laughs> and you cannot laugh. But I held it together to the last second. I was like very emotional. I was like, mom. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Dead mom or home. You have to pick. Oh, I'm a home girl. Me too. I'm a home girl. Um, it's a great song. It's like the it's a great, great 11 o'clock number. I like um, it as, for acting too. Yes. What movie can you watch over and over? Uh, Pride and Prejudice 2005. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and what advice do you have for young performers? Ooh, um, don't, how do I word this? <laughs> I, I feel like it sounds cheesy to say like, be authentic to yourself, but I feel like there's so like, there's so much competition and, and, and it, you get so wrapped up in your head about it. And it's like, just, just just try, try to bring your truth to it. And also like, it's a musical. Like we always say that when things get stressful, like it's a musical, musical. it's a musical, it's a musical. Um, and also it's okay to like take a break and not be doing it all the time. Like I never like going back to back to back to back just cause you're not in every single like high school show doesn't mean you're not gonna do it, do it. It's amazing. Um, Elizabeth, tell the people where they can follow you and see what's up. Uh, you can follow me at Elizabeth Teeter official on Instagram. Uh, I think my TikTok is the same. I am not like. You're giving us some good backstage content. We're having fun I, watching you thank be you. silly and having a good time. And you're like, you, you hit <laughs> it's very it perfectly. Stupid. No, it, it's exactly what it should be. It's so good. Oh, great. Thanks. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I can't like, there's only so much time that I have to do it. But I was like, you know things it's so funny I put on the costume I post one thing and everyone's like oh my god <laughs> no it's so fun to watch you it, it feels like you're having a great time you feel that when mm. you're in the audience watching you but you know the sense there is a there's a sense of joy that happens in that theater because the show's so mm. electric yeah um, and it feels like you are really the plug that is plugging in that electricity oh, and um it, it truly is an honor to talk to here, but also to have you starring on Broadway and being such a great role model for young oh, women who want to do this in the business. And, uh, it's been a total pleasure to get to chat with you today. So thank you, Elizabeth. Thanks Peter. for having me. Love and chatting thank, with you. Yes. And thank you everybody for listening to little me growing up Broadway. Follow us on Instagram at little me podcast, and we'll be back yeah. next week with an all new episode. Bye everybody. Bye Elizabeth. Bye. Thank you, listeners. This podcast is produced by Alan Seals, Dory Berenstein, and the Broadway Podcast Network, and edited by Derek Gunther. 
For more information on the Little Me podcast, go to bpn.fm slash little me. And follow me on Instagram at Mark Tuminelli or on Twitter at That Tuminelli. And for more information on workshops, classes, and everything Broadway Workshop, go to broadwayworkshop.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Gapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.